0: A Hanford West woman says she can now attach small metallic objects to her arm in the area where she had her COVID-19 jab. Teacher and author Elias Winton had her first dose of the AstraZeneca vaccine back in April, followed by what she describes as four days of terrible flu-like side effects. A month later, she saw a video on Facebook of an American woman sticking metal objects onto her arm where she'd had her vaccination. I thought, that's complete nonsense. I'm going to disprove this, said Alias. She also tried a 20-piece coin, which also struck to her arm, but only on the area where she'd had the COVID-19 jab. Ailis, who is an award-winning author specialising in education and dyslexia, said the reaction had been incredulous. I showed my brother, who thought I was insane, she said. People at work were also really shocked by it, although one of my colleagues found out she could do it too. It's such a crazy thing. Ailis said that she rang the COVID vaccine side effects helpline to report the phenomenon, but she was met by disbelief. The woman just laughed, she said. That can't be right. How is that possible? I'd love to know how it's it's possible and how I'm magnetic, said Aylase. She said that she's not a conspiracy theorist or an anti-vaccinator. I was happy to get the vaccination done, she said. I don't buy into the conspiracy theories. I just think the fact that I'm magnetic is really weird. It's a new vaccine. Nobody knows what's going to happen to it or what's involved with it. It's had to happen really quickly. Alice posted a video of her magnetic arm onto her personal Facebook page. David Powers Police has confirmed that three men have been arrested on suspicion of going equipped to steal after receiving reports from Little Haven. The received reports concerned people acting suspiciously in St Brides Road, Little Haven, at around 2.20am on Thursday, June the 17th. Officers from Milford Haven Police, Joint Firearms Unit and Pembrokeshire Roads Policing Unit attended and arrested the three men. David Powers Police said all three have since been released under investigation, pending further inquiries. Eighteen new coronavirus cases have been recorded in the Huelvar Health Board area over the weekend, according to the figures of June the 20th. Public Health Wales data show there were six new cases in Carmarthenshire, none in Ceredigion and 12 in Pembrokeshire. Across Wales, 158 new cases were confirmed, with no new COVID-19 deaths reported. The total number of cases in Wales is now 214,721, with 5,572 deaths. Two extremely rare Wedgwood Bowls found in a house near Fishguard will come up for auction next month with an expected combined value up to £6,200. The bowls were spotted on a house visit by auctioneers Roger Jones & Co during a recent house visit to North Pembrokeshire, who described themselves as stunned at the find. Auctioneer Charles Hampshire recognised the bowl as Wedgwood and the designer as Daisy Maykig Jones, but the pattern was one he'd never come across before, said auctioneer and valuer Charles hampshire after consultation with colleague philip keith the pattern was identified and the extremely rare leaping chamois decorated with a persian celtic border and dating back to the late 1920s unbelievably this was one of two bowls in this pattern that were in the house and finally two reasons to celebrate monday june the 21st is summer solstice the longest day of the year And also, Wales footballers go forward to the knockout stages of the Euros 2020 despite losing 1-0 to Italy. And that's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas. This
1: is Pure West Radio.
2: Dreams Divide here on Pure West Radio. Welcome back. This is Making Noise. Hello. Good evening. Uh, this is Making Noise. My name's Rob. I'm going to be your host for this evening's show. Joining me uh, on this episode is uh, DJ Chiv. How are you, Mike? Good
3: evening. Thanks. for Yeah, good, notes. mate. All good. It's a bit weird being back in the studio for the Isn't first it? time in over a year and a half.
2: You've been um, trying to uh, connect from hey, home over the last few weeks. Let's not talk months, about that we?
3: internet problem, mate. Been an absolute
2: nightmare. Yeah. But we're back in the studio. Uh, this is our second show back in the studio. Back to some form of normality. Ish. Ish. Um and, and it seems that's been the case overall. We've had a, a, a good couple of days. Father's day yesterday. Yes,
3: what a night. Lovely. You you and Jess taking me out for a meal and everything with Ivy. Oh, that was lovely.
2: Lovely day that was. Obviously we were watching the football.
3: Uh obviously.
2: Um, yeah, it's been it's been really good um, So we are refreshed, ready to go uh, That track there was Dreams Divide um, Jam the Transition was the name of the track We've got lobes coming up for you um, We're going to be asking if uh, Katie Price should have stuck to the day job um, And we'll uh, be giving lots more information on her um, What else have we got coming up? We've got um, In the Spotlight Who have we got coming up for that, Mike?
3: Hey, I've got lots coming up for that and you've just shown you've just literally shoved all these in front of me and i didn't even i didn't even get a chance to look through them in in the spotlight tonight is distant voices distant voices we've got the
2: cover-up coming up for you as well um so yeah it's going to be a great show so let's crack on with some more music we've got jacob in the starry-eyed shadows some of you may remember that name um we featured um jamie his name is um on uh, a couple of shows ago i think uh with one of his tracks called we are everything Uh, i've been eager to play more of his music he sent moreover so I can't wait for this. This is a better day. Take
4: my name and pictures you desire, they won't be mine. Or find. I played your game, but you made up the rules and played me like a fool. Once again, I won't lie with the answers And I won't let you down If you come back around again Won't you take
1: what you you? <laughs> <laughs> you day
4: You've made a lie Of all we came to try I took the blame For all you set on fire And the ashes we acquired Once again I won't lie With the answers And I won't
1: let you die Come back around
4: I, I won't lie. Find us the
2: jacob and the starry-eyed shadows here on pure west road this is making noise uh, just coming up to quarter past nine um and we're back in the studio it's fantastic to be back we've got lots more fantastic music uh, coming up for you but first of all if i can get my notes ready because we've actually done some prep for this show which is, which is, we, which we really? is fantastic well i have <laughs> um, what do we all know slash think about katie price i put your... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Am I on as well? You're,
5: you're on as well. well. what do we know about Katie Price? Very talented young lady.
2: Yes. I actually think, and I didn't realise until I was putting the notes together for this, but um, I think probably underratedly talented. Um, I think when, when I've spoken to people that uh, she's featuring on, on the show, not personally, so obviously, she's should not guest, but uh, in, in the feature, I think people have kind of raised an eyebrow and just been like, oh, really? Um, but actually, there's, there's a lot to this woman. Didn't realise how much. So, uh, first of all, her real name is Katrina Amy Alexandra
3: Alexis Price. So, you know, I never even knew that. Bit of a mouthful. Um,
2: Known, I suppose, for being a British media personality, uh, model, author, and businesswoman. Whichever of those you maybe know her more or less of. Uh, Mike, I know, will probably be the glamour model in. No, Um, actually,
3: the author. So, you
2: know. (laughs) Uh, We'll get on to that. Uh, Initially, uh, she gained recognition in 1996 for. The glamour modelling, mm. um, frequently appearing on page three in the British tabloids, the Sun, the Daily Star, etc., and credited as Jordan. So yes, she's yeah. kind of got that kind of alter alter mm. ego, if that's what we're going to call it. In two thousand and fourteen, she appeared on the third season of I'm Celebrity. Get Me Out of Here. We'll all remember, remember that, that. That's where she met her soon-to-be husband, uh, Peter Andre. Mister Andre. Mister Andre. Uh, she's also starred in her own reality tv series including jordan uh, from 2002 to 2004 katie and peter from two ta- 2004 to 2009 just katie 2009 to 2012 signed by katie in uh, 2011 and katie price my crazy life 2017 to 2019 she returned to i'm celebrity get me out of here on the ninth season in 2009 and she was the winner of the 15th season of celebrity big brother in 2015. Uh, she's released six autobiographical autobiographical books, that's easy for me to say, no, no, no. 11 novels, one fashion book, two series of children's books, and her angel no- novel series topped the Sunday Times bestseller list. So you're all probably thinking, well, I mean, that's fantastic, but this is a, a show about music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry, we're coming on to that. Wow. So in 2005, and I didn't know this, she was runner-up. ...on the search for the UK's entry for the Eurovision Song Contest. In 2006, uh, Katie Price released her debut studio album, A Whole New World... ...in collaboration with Peter Andre. I'm sure we've all heard that song.
5: Uh, Which version? Their version. (laughs) tune or not.
2: In July 2010, she released Free to Love Again, a non-album single... Um, and about the release And I kind of respect her for this uh, She's actually come out and said I'm not a singer I mean we'll find <laughs> out in a minute That's a fun one uh, This is just something That I'm doing for fun It's not like I'm worried About getting a chart position Or a number one This is purely for fun Whether people like it or not I'm doing it I respect that mm. I respect totally. that Totally um, And she's released singles Including covers of A Whole New World Islands in the Stream and Love The Best Things in Life Are Free As well as several Original songs So we're going to hear One of these now oh, um, Only one We're, we're going to hear Only one (laughs) uh, because we don't want people turning off. Um, I'm not going to be cruel. I'm not going to be cruel. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, we're going to hear her single Free to Love Again and then we're going to be asking whether Katie Price should have stuck to the day job. Are we ready for this?
3: Sure. Let's
1: do it.
2: Love again, Katie Price here on Pure West Radio. We are asking whether um, entrepreneur, media personality, model, author, businesswoman, Katie Price should have stuck to the day job, or whether actually, you know, her music was alright. Now, Molly Baylor, she reckons um, that she's not that bad. What what, what do we reckon? Should, Should Katie Price have stuck to the day job, which is is very successful you know she she's a she's a very successful and and clearly clearly
3: despite she's clearly already stuck to the day job though well yeah yeah
2: <laughs> but um she she's accomplished a lot and i kind of respect um the fact that she's come out and said, "Listen, this is just a laugh that kind of changes my opinion on on the question it well, you that know when, when we've when we've gone back and we've done like logan paul as an, as an example <laughs> yeah. right no, that guy should have stuck to the digital because he was so serious and intense about yeah. it. like he really wanted to you know become a, a, a successful musician um Katie Price was just doing it for a laugh, yeah. and I quite like that I, so I i'm think... I'm going to say crack on
5: yeah i I, I would. That's the I ultimate wish. foot, follow your dreams, isn't it? Absolutely. She, she, she wants, she's in the media limelight. She wants to be a pop star. I'm, I've got an, enough audience that I can pretend to be a pop star for a, for a couple of weeks. Let's give it a go. Yeah. No, I, oh, I, there I was couldn't nothing wrong with that track, then. Ish. <laughs> well, okay. Rob mentioned about Eurovision before. And if that had been entered like it's a travesty she hadn't got runners up let, let, oh. let, 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 let's be she, honest she should have been on this most
3: recent Eurovision let's not talk about Univision shall we <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: um, mum has said I quite like that song there's a shock um, and uh, Lottie's come on and said you'd never have guessed that was actually her at all <laughs> that, no sorry that, that's, think... that's what it's called <laughs> oh dear um so katie price also known as jordan so she's had um that kind of transition of, of a name change although it was kind of um her pseudonym from her modeling and then to be taken i think a little bit more i know i'm i've been reading books <laughs> um and then to be maybe taken a little bit more serious as a as a, as a businesswoman. Mm. and one of the things that, that i'm quite eager to look at one of the most critical and often tricky decisions that a band can face when they're certainly first establishing is the name that can impact the whole identity it can impact the overall success of the band um taking that into account it's not surprising that some bands don't get it right the first time and there's loads of bands that have maybe done a bit of a U-turn, changed the name just before they've hit success. It's crazy to think that bands like Queen, Black Sabbath, The Who, Nirvana, Blink-182 could have been known as something else. Like, that blows my mind. But would
3: they would they have been known, though?
2: Well, exactly. Like, how, how important is a name? So we're going to be discussing that. Um, so we've compiled a, a list of uh, a few artists. Now, there's actually quite a big list of really well-known artists um we're gonna go over five of them today if we've got time to do all five and maybe we'll do a a part two in a couple of months time as well because i think this is going to be quite an interesting feature um so um tom is gonna um after the next song, read out some information on an artist who have changed their name. And we're going to have a bit of a chat then and find out whether that was a good move or a bad move um, and discuss. Go on. Good,
3: no, go on. You, you, sure? you finish first. You, sure? you finish first. Thank you.
2: Uh, and we, we're going to decide whether uh, that was a positive name change or a negative one or whether it kind of didn't really matter. I know at the end of the day, the kind of music is the important thing, mm. but there's a lot more that comes with it the identity and that can be impacted yeah. by, by the name.
3: Mm, definitely. I was just saying, maybe we could uh, read out the uh, the original band name and see if the listeners could guess. That's what not a they bad show. Oh, I like let's, that. Let's do that. Let's That's it, not a bad let's show. Let's see how well they know their bands. Okay,
2: so let's let's play a song then. Right, we're going to hear uh, Reece Evans with Hailstones. Um, he's from Mid Wales. I think he's only seventeen, and this is his first single. Um, it's a really good little track, and there's a lot more to come from Reece. Um, so the name of the first band that we're going to be discussing the kind of first name is Kara's flowers no now, google i was just gonna say yeah. no no, no, <laughs> cheating, no cheating no googling but if anyone can come through to us uh, in between this song and tell us what Kara's flowers actually turned out to be then you get a Acknowledgement my <laughs> you that. Know. We should have brought some prizes if we were <laughs> a little bit more on the ball with that. But yeah, Kara's flowers spelled K-A-R-A. The reason why I spelled out because my daughter's called Kara and she's got a bit of a. know, but you shouldn't have given that away. Oh, what well, in case you've there's just, people, you've given, people Googling you've just given it?
3: just giving people the opportunity to Google <laughs> damn it now, aren't you? It. Um, <laughs> they're not
2: going to, <laughs> because they're all going to be very honest. But yeah, Cara's Flowers, let us know uh, what the name change was. We'll have a little bit of a dig um, to find out a little bit of the background on why they changed their name, and then we'll be discussing whether it was a good move or not. So let's hear some music now. Re7 with Hailstones. <laughs>
6: my batman thing my mum bought when i was more into that start
7: On
2: Pure West Radio. Welcome back, um, Re Seven. There with hailstones. Before that, we asked you um, which band used to be called Kara's Flowers. Uh, Tom, I don't think anybody came in with the right answer today. No, we had no answers. I'm, sadly, I'm, I'm not surprised because that, that's quite a hard one, though. I was really shocked when I
5: found out. I, I wouldn't have made the link at all.
2: No. So, Tom, do you want to tell us a little bit more about Kara's um, Flowers and who they came on to be?
5: So, Kara's Flowers, uh, original members Levine Carmichael, bassist um, Mickey Madden and drummer Ryan Dusick first came together as Kara's Flowers in 1994 while they were still in high school. And then they became maroon five <laughs> see that that's that shocked me yeah. That
3: really shocked me but would you have what, would you have bought all their singles if they were called cara's flowers i Let's don't know
5: be I d- we'll, we'll come on to that i don't know <laughs> yeah, well they've got they had an independent album we like digging so clearly clearly at this point <laughs> yeah, clearly
2: at this point naming is not a, a very good uh, no. technique for them no
5: no um, so after not exactly setting the world alight, their label dropped them, and the members took a break while they focused on college. So fair play, they they, they had the. They had sights on something grand, and then having seemingly given up on the band in 2001, they re-emerged as a Maroon 5 and perused a different direction. Since then, they have gone on to be very successful, signing with Octone Records in 2002 and going on to release hits like Harder to Breathe, This Love, She Will Be Loved, Moves Like Jagger, Girls Like You, my favourite, and Sugar. So...
2: They've gone on to be massively yeah, successful. Multi-Platinum. Like multi-platinum. How, how much do you think uh, the name change was important to that?
5: Well, it sounds like that the name change actually brought along different musical style as well with it. So yeah. they, they changed complete identity. Yeah. If they had just trudged it out with Kara's Flowers, I don't think that we would have I, had I anything.
3: I don't think we would have ever, ever heard of them if they stayed as Kara's yeah, Flowers. Yeah,
2: I, I agree. I, th- I think I the, the change w- was a good call. Yeah. Um, not a lot wrong with, with the previous name, I don't, I don't think. Know. I, I, it, Everybody knows it, it, Maroon fighter. Yeah, it, it sticks yeah. in the mind. It, it's one of those things, It, you know, and, and I'm sure there's loads of bands that the name means absolutely nothing. Like, what the hell is a Foo Fighter? Well, it's, you like, know? It's, <laughs> like, like,
5: it's like Down With The Economy oh Change God. their name to Down With The God, Enemy. How many you know? times
2: are you going <laughs> to... But,
5: yeah, I, I think... Um, in fact, you've just mentioned Foo Fighters. There, they're <laughs> releasing an album under a different name now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah we, 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 we'll, have, we'll have to come
2: on to that. Um, <laughs> I think that the fact that they were struggling to to meet their um, their potential, they needed a rebrand yeah. a full reshuffle yeah. not just the name but, but the music the, style the, whole, the attitude yeah,
3: exactly the whole and, caboose
2: and they've gone on to be like you say Tom multi-platinum mm-hmm. so clearly it was it was a good thing are, are we are we calling that one a good call
3: I think so I think so, yeah. I think so definitely a thumbs up from me,
2: I, I think that one was a good call um, now we've got plenty more um, of these kind of um, these kind of things now the next one you've you've got two tracks now back to back because we're going to uh, do the cover up feature you've got two tracks back to back to try and um work this one out it's another quite a tough one unless you're quite a big fan of the band i am and so i knew this one straight away but if if you weren't a a big fan of of the individual band Mm, i don't think you'd know this but if there's anybody out there who can tell me who wicked lester turned out to be um in the next 10 minutes. Come on, go. Gold star for you. <laughs> no, because you've got the notes. Uh, so, Wicked Lester, get in touch with us. Facebook.com forward slash pure west radio if you know who Wicked Lester went on to be. We've got two tracks now back to back, some of our favorite covers uh, that we've come across in the last month. Blacktop Mojo with Dream On. Mike, uh, you've sent that one over. Yeah, Thank so you I for that. It. We're, yeah. it's, it's a cracker. And uh, we've got Neck Deep with their cover of
0: Torn.
7: summer on pure west radio i
6: thought i saw a girl brought to life she was warm she came around like she was dignified she showed me what it was to Tell us right. I should have seen just what was there, and not some holy light. But you caught beneath my veins, and now. used to lie my inspiration has run dry that's what's going on
2: Deep there with their cover of Torn. Before that, we had Blacktop Mojo with Dream On, originally by Aerosmith. Uh, Torn there by Natalie embrulia Welcome back. Yeah, this is Making Noise, just coming up to quarter to ten, so we're nearly halfway through the show. A um, lot of love for um, those covers there uh, Molly, Bailey, Lottie Cook, and Claire Meredith, all really getting involved there and uh, we were as well in the studio we were yeah, we were popping away nah, and having, uh, like that.
1: having
2: a bit of a sing song <laughs> Um, I've had to put the glasses on because um, I'm, I'm struggling and getting old. <laughs> before. <laughs> rock and roll. Before uh, before the cover up feature, we asked you um, the band Wicked Lester, who did they go on to be? What did they change their name to? Michael, I've got to ask you, um, would you have known the answer to this? No. Tom? Not, not at all. Not, not at, at all. Not no. at all. No. Now, like I said, I'm a. I'm a Big fan of this band. I've seen them live in um, 2010 in Birmingham. Um, I should have said yes. Really still <laughs> to this day, um, one of the best artists I've ever seen live. I mean, they get a little bit of stick for their music, uh, I know, but the performance and, and what they do is just phenomenal. So, Tom,
5: tell us a little bit about Wicked Leicester and, uh, and what happened there. I will also, not their very first name. Uh. So the band formed in 1970 under the name Rainbow. In the first instance, and then in 1971, the band changed their name to Wicked Lester and recorded an album for Epic Records, which was never officially released. <laughs> also, interestingly, they changed their name within one year, as did Maroon Five. So maybe, maybe you've got to have yeah, that, that there's, one there's year. Some,
2: there's something on there.
5: There's something there. And then during their brief existence, Wicked Lester performed in public twice. Uh, their first show took place at the Rivoli Theater in South Fallsburg, New York, on April 23rd, 1971, and then again in Atlantic City, and then Wicked Lester, New York-based rock band, later renamed themselves Kiss. You all, you all know that with the makeup
2: and yeah you know it.
5: Gene Simmons and Paul yeah, Stanley decided so that one of the reasons for Wicked Lester's lack of success was their lack of a unified image. Well, they certainly rectified they, that. They didn't sorted they? that out. Definitely. So instead of struggling with their current name, they decided to move forward and start a new band, which is very again similar to Maroon Five. Yeah. That change in direction, that let's make an image, let's make a brand yeah. out of it, and they they went for it. So yeah, they became unmistakable with their black and white makeup, blood spitting and fire breathing during live performances. Of which, Rob... You've actually had the pleasure of. I have, have yeah. My my
2: my dad um, is a or was a very big Kiss fan, um, into all kind of like eighties rock and seventies rock. Um, so yeah, uh, he took me to Birmingham, two thousand and ten. Um, I would have only been a kid myself. I remember begging him to. Um, I wanted to go with the makeup on. I wanted to like have the black and white makeup. Um, I wanted to be Gene Simmons, uh, but he was having none of it. None of it. I was gutted about that.
5: Um, I need to finish this off because th- this is from your article on um, making com, <laughs> and uh, the, 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 um, Greg Prato of All Music rated the album, this was the Alive album, 4.5 stars out of 5 and stated that Alive remains Kiss's greatest album ever and then Rob, I hope this is your work. It is! <laughs> <laughs> the rest is History, yes.
2: <laughs> you, you, you know, you know, I, I couldn't I, be more cheesy. <laughs> you know, I love a good pun. Um, but it's, it's really interesting. Um, one of the things about Kiss, and this isn't in the article, but um, they released several albums and um, they just all kind of bombed. Mm. And then they did uh, Kiss Alive. I, I don't was was the year on there? Uh, um, 1975. Na- 1975. Yeah. They did Kiss Alive and that was all made up of the tracks from their previous albums. Mm live they, they were recorded live not in a studio yeah. so you had the audience in the background yeah. and and the kind of all, all of that and it went it really kicked off then um so again the question um i don't think we had anyone right although um molly has uh, admitted to googling it uh, but she said that she never would have guessed i think that's the case with uh, with with a lot of people um what do you well, reckon? Apparently
3: then? Caitlin cheated on the last one as well. Oh, I'm told. Come on, guys! No oh, Google, no,
2: no Google. Um, what What do we reckon then in terms
5: of the importance of the name change? Well, Wicked Lester to me makes it sound like a spicy cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do yeah, I, I totally I, you know what? I I, <laughs> I, totally
2: I I never thought that until you'd said that. <laughs> yeah. um, I I quite liked the name Wicked Lester, but yeah, you're you're right. It is. <laughs> it's like a red a, like like a chili cheese. <laughs> yeah.
5: Um,
2: <laughs> I'll I'll be honest. All Right. This this is maybe um, certainly of, of the ones that that we're going to cover tonight. Probably the only one that I'm just a bit meh on. I I, I, I think saw that.
3: I saw that, and I'm thinking no. I'm, I'm thinking good
2: change. Here, here's here's one of my issues. Now clearly it hasn't affected them because they've gone on to be one of the most successful yeah. rock bands, uh, you know, in that classic rock era. Um, but you Google Kiss. Yeah, and you tell me what comes up, or you go on YouTube and go on you type in Kiss, tell me what comes up. I guarantee you, it's not going to be the band for for a while down. Yeah. You know, I think there's going to be that's songs yeah. like um, I've I've got a couple here. Um, I I actually did Mentioning this.
3: No other radio stations. And no, stuff. of course. You
2: know, I, no, no, no. I I did this um, <laughs> myself as a bit of research to see what would come up. So I typed Kiss into YouTube, and instead of the rock band, you're bombarded with videos of kissing pranks, which ah, like people right. running up and kissing people randomly you wouldn't dream Mm -hmm. of that now at the minute would you and then the songs by uh, prince yeah katie perry kissed a girl that came up before before uh, holly valance kiss ed sheeran they all came up before the rock band kiss so i know in um in the 70s when you're naming your band you're not going to think well in in the in in, in the the noughties when they've got youtube (laughs) yeah but from a marketing stance, it, it mm. doesn't seem like... A, it's it's vague, it's not greatly imaginative. They could have
3: chosen a better name, I a, suppose. A better yes. name,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, I like the one word. I've always liked a, a band yeah. with just one word. But that one word has to be something that's, in my opinion, quite quite unique. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that their success may be... Um, didn't come from their change in name clearly gene simmons who is you know a massive driver behind uh, the brand because that's the thing with kiss they branded the yeah. heck out of that yeah. like they've got merchandise for merchandise <laughs> and they probably sell more from kiss t-shirts than any song oh, they yeah, you know definitely. yeah um but, but you like the the name mike
3: i i do like the name but i i think i agree with you actually Now you, you've said i i thinking about it yeah it wasn't the best best choice of names
5: tom what you think i don't know because back in back when they made it's, the it's name it's hard
3: to say now because they're so massive
5: yeah they're so massive is that, that we can't think of anything yeah better. like <laughs> you doing the google the first thing i think of kiss is the song yeah because of, yeah kiss yeah. <laughs> like but the, I, I never automatically go to to the band yeah but yeah. then we're talking about a time in the 70s where you're coming out of the 60s you're coming into the middle of the 70s they've got rid of that whole thing of free love and they're, they're being provocative yeah. they came out with all of that with all the makeup and things I think for the time and they're, yeah maybe,
2: and, maybe it's a good move yeah. in, in the 70s but I wonder whether let's say Kiss had remained Wicked Lester, and then in 20 let's say 2015 a few years ago you know there's a really good band and they're called Kiss and how, how is that yeah. impacting their success
3: is it interesting? I, I don't, we'll, we'll never I don't know. think we'll it would have made a know. difference. In, in, if, if a band called Kiss came out now, it's too late. Because, like you said, the, in the 70s, they wouldn't have thought, oh, yeah. in the 90s, there's going to be this. This band, that band, this, yeah. this song, that and, radio and, and station, and
2: also the you know. the the way that you would have found out about music was completely different. So yeah. you know you're never going to think in the seventies that the internet's going to come around and you're going to have the platforms like Spotify, well, yeah, YouTube, yeah. and Google, yeah. you know, yeah. to to be able to find out about uh, artists and music. So I don't think that that was an issue back then. Like I said, it clearly hasn't impacted them because mm. they've gone on to be hugely successful. But I do wonder if that was in a more modern time. It I think that would have been a have massive worked. Achilles' heel. Yeah. And I think they'd have had to change their name for yeah. what, a fourth time?
3: It wouldn't
5: yeah. have worked. Definitely wouldn't have worked, then. <laughs> I think so, too.
2: Um, we've got lots more uh, coming on this. We'll play some more music, I think. And um, we'll me. give you another one. Now, I think we're going to have quite a few for this next one. This okay. is another one that I knew. Yeah. Um, I imagine you both probably did as well. Um, I won't give any more away because it's very easy to. Um, so, we're asking you, who did the band Smile Go on to become Um, So yeah, we're going to hear some music Now tell me Mike a little bit more about Them Guns We're going to hear a track now called Shot
3: in the Dark I haven't really got much on Them Uh, A little writer, brilliance does not happen overnight Them Guns, a synth rock band With dance evoking progressive sounds Forming pre-Covid you know, so they, they haven't been around that long, uh, have managed to sustain not only their unique array of high-quality music content, but also embody a much deeper band, a friendship, uh, everything. Um, I'm gonna play one of their tracks, "Shot in the Dark." Um, you can find them on Instagram. It's just literally all their social media is them guns. I, I quite like. This I love track. it. Yeah, I, yeah, I do it's like. Great.
2: This I, have, I have listened. Uh, so here we are them guns with "Shot in the Dark." here on making noise on pure west radio shot in the dark, in the dark. absolutely great track uh, thanks mike for sending that one across um, shout out to claire and caitlin up in newport um, caitlin you're in trouble because you're goggling again <laughs>
3: goggling <laughs> no you no no google i'm not, I'm not allowing no it. cheating caitlin I'm no cheating i'm
2: surprised that nobody got that um, and and partly why I'm surprised, and I nearly gave this away. Um, uh, it, well, as I was introducing it, but obviously the film um, yeah. that has become very successful, you get to see a lot about the history of of the band, how they get to where they were, yeah. and uh, obviously they they obviously disclose the fact that they were known as uh, Smile. So uh, producer Tom, tell us um, tell us a little bit about Smile and. I'm sure some of us have, have heard of uh, of the band that they went on to become.
5: Yeah, so like, I'm trying to do this without giving it away too soon, but the names of the members are so <laughs> iconic. Like the other bands, you might have got away with it. So, um, But Smile was signed to Mercury Records in 1969 and had their first experience of a recording studio in Trident Studios in the latter stages of that year. Lead singer and bassist, so this is a bit of a red herring for those who love it now, uh, Tim Staffel was attending Ealing Art College with a gentleman called Farouk Bulsara and introduced him to the band. Bulsara. Uh, I'm interested if anybody <laughs> yeah. if anybody knows yeah. <laughs> uh, Bulsara soon became a keen fan of the band and eventually went on to front it when it became Queen. It's just incredible, isn't it? Farouk. Farouk. Farouk Bulsara and then Staffel quit Smile in 1970 to join another band which is also brilliant, Humpy Bong (laughs) (laughs) and with that Smile effectively disbanded but Farouk Bulsara by then changing his name to Freddie Mercury So we've got more name change in there uh, Yeah, Yeah, yeah. uh, became uh, close to the group and persuaded Brian May and Taylor to continue and about the same time changed his surname from Bulsara to Mercury It's amazing and then from that Queen was formed it it blows my mind. Um I mean the first thing that we've got to
2: say is commiserations to Tim Staffel because I, I don't think the band would have ever been as successful yeah. with him anyway, because Freddie was, you know, just out of this world. But imagine leaving a band. And then they go then, on to be exactly, what they
5: became. Exactly. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Like, particularly, he was the one that befriended Farouk Balsara exactly. as well. He's brought yeah, them in He's like, yeah. this is my mate Ryan. Yeah, yeah. and, and the
2: thing is as well, like it was his decision. Like it, if he was kicked out of the band, you you could maybe you could be a bit bitter um, and you know have a bit of a sulk. But the fact that it was your decision to leave that was the it. band yeah. for Humpy Bong. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, where where does Humpy Bong go? We, we'll have to. We'll have to.
2: Re- we'll have <laughs> to. Re- another show that will We'll have to revisit that. There's a whole. Uh, there's a whole show coming on. Uh, on Humpy Bong. But um, what? What do we reckon then? I think it's a fairly
1: obvious. Fantastic
3: one. decision. Absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. Best <laughs> decision out of all three.